conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. It is 15 minutes now before 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with the acting CEO of SA Tourism, Temba Kumalo, who says the economy is expected to rake in around 88 billion rand in profits from its investment in the Tottenham Hotspurs Football Club. Kumalo was responding to the Daily Maverick report on a proposed SA government sponsorship of the club, also revealing that the funding was meant to spend on foreign soil regardless of the initiative. Documents obtained by the Daily Maverick reveal that government is on the verge of finalising a sponsorship deal of around 1 billion rand with the London-based club. Temba, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, sir, and good afternoon to your listeners. Sure, you sound much calmer. You're being quite Thanks, Temba, for making time for us once again. Um, where do you think we missed the mark? Uh, where we missed the mark is that somebody leaked the document are clearly opposed to this kind of initiative. I do not know what the motives were. Directed the nation at football instead of directing the nation at the audiences and the economic impact return that will happen should those audiences visit the country and spend money inside our economy. So that is where it went wrong. Um, And um, because, you know, the document was leaked, you know, outside of this context, you know, it is understandable that, you know, uh, the reaction, you know, that, that that occurred. But that is why we had the press conference today to bring clarity, uh, to uh, bring understanding of what the economic impact of this deal would be. And that is what we have been able to achieve today. Do you think that you have succeeded in that, considering that some people are still opposed to the deal? Look, when you do something for the first time and when you do something on this scale, it is understandable that some people will agree with it and some will not. You know, so what we are looking at is the coalition of the willing, people that understand the economic return, that understand that this money is going to be spent on foreign soil regardless. So it's going to be spent on tiny campaigns, low campaign in each country that doesn't actually generate the kind of global attention that is required in order for us to get exponential growth you know, from a tourism arrival standpoint. So all that we're doing is we're aggregating all of the small, you know, uh, 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 insignificant um, uh, initiatives and making sure that we direct them on a single platform that is globally recognizable, that is campaignable throughout the year, where we're able to target and, you know, measure the return on investment because you're targeting specific databases and where the conversion and and the ROI, you know, is very direct. And that's, that's really what we're doing. So uh, I believe that uh, we will be able to, to, to persuade the majority of the population and our stakeholders to be able to go along with this initiative. Why a change in strategy, also considering that um, over the past, um, I think you spoke about three three-year cycles, uh, where the average was around a billion rand that's being spent overseas to try and encourage overseas uh, people to travel to the country. And now you're going to have a deal that, is nearly all of that money going to one uh, a deal, and that deal being with Tottenham Hotspurs? So, so here's the thing. Before COVID, we, all destinations had sufficient momentum. So all that you had to do was continue to advertise, keep the awareness up, and be able to, you know, to drive conversion. As you know, we went through a COVID-19 you know, uh, lockdown where travel came down to zero.
So you don't have the momentum of the last 20 years of investment, you know, uh, in order to leverage. We're starting from zero, so we need to be able to kickstart our initiatives. And that's why you need to narrow cost. You need to consolidate and have a single platform that is globally uh, recognizable. That's the first reason. The second reason is that if you look at our growth trajectory, uh, we're going to end up by 2030 at about 15.3 million arrivals uh, to the country uh, at a compounded average growth of 13% year on year between now and 2030. The president of the Republic of South Africa gave us a target of 21. You know, so there's a delta of about 6 million, you know, between where we're going to end up. So we need to be able to bridge that delta. So you need an inflection point in terms of, you know, the growth trajectory. And that is why you need something that is catalytic in terms of its impact uh, and, and its attention-grabbing, you know, uh, opportunity for, you know, globally, and also where the conversion is on a scale that gives you that lift. And um, so that report from the Daily Maverick indicates that this deal had been on the table since 2017. Since 2017 to date, what has happened? Why did it take so long if the return on investment seemed to be so high? So firstly, I cannot comment on documents that have been leaked. I don't know what their sources are. Um, so I am not aware that there was a deal on the table since 2017. You know, in fact, it's factually incorrect. I can just state that, you know. This conversation in terms of, you know, how we were able to, to engage on this platform came from, a you know, a thorough piece of analysis in terms of aggregated audiences around the world. This is not the only deal that we're going to be doing, by the way. So this is simply, you know, sport and entertainment aggregation of audiences. You also have aggregation of audiences in terms of, you know, search engines, you know, that, um, you know, are, and big booking engines, Expedia, you know, Travel Star, things like that. So we're looking at deals like that. We're also looking at traditional media as well, you know, which are also aggregators of audiences. So all of, you know, th- this deal needs to be seen in the context of the mix of things that we're doing. And it did not start in 2017. It started in this pl- uh, planning cycle that we have, we've engaged in. And that is why, you know, we came up with this, you know, with this particular platform. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, what I'm prepared to say on this. Okay. Then the other issue is around, for instance, the people who are against the the deal, speaking about electricity, speaking about infrastructure, and you've tried to explain that that is not the mandate of South African tourism. However, though, those are issues that also influences the experience of tourists in the country. True? That is absolutely true. So our mandate is as a direct you know, a destination marketing you know agency, DMO, is to bring people into the country and get them to spend money in the country uh, and leave, you know, uh, the foreign currency inside our economy. That is our job. Once that money is in the economy, you know, it has to be deployed to all of those things like electricity, you know, fixing the infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. That's not our mandate. Our mandate is to bring people into the country. And for as long as we are funded to be able to do that, that is, you know, uh, will remain our focus. in terms of whether that actually influences the quality of the experience, of course it does. It does have an impact. But in terms of who we target around the world, there's a difference between a tourist and a traveler. A tourist travels when all the conditions, you know, are, are, are calm, you know, and favorable. A traveler travels because it is innate in them. You know, when they don't travel, they don't grow. When they don't grow, they're dying. 
and they travel regardless. They'll travel even to war zones, you know, for you know, for for you know, in order for them to to experience something, you know, that you know grows them uh, and and experience the planet. So our epicenter of people that we are targeting around the world is the traveler mindset that will travel regardless of territory. And that is the mindset that we're, you know, we're targeting. And we know that regardless of our challenges on the side, people will still travel to this country because it's one of the greatest tourism destinations on earth. Okay. Final one. Yesterday we spoke to um, the minister's spokesperson who said that there might be an issue that the minister would raise around the timing of all of this. And as you've said also during the press briefing that the board had asked um, that um, the DG as well as the minister be, I don't know, consulted or informed around this and the briefing that still needs to be taken place. What do you make of that opinion around the timing of, of, of this? And also, how soon should this deal be signed? Do you have a deadline to it? Uh, we do not have a deadline. So uh, what we were targeting is, as you know, the, the, the British Premier League, uh, you know, starts in July. The season starts in July, you know, uh, all the way around to, you know, to, to, to May, June. So we wanted to target the tail end of this season in order for us to get all of our content assets, you know, iron our things, make sure that when the season starts, that it starts with some kind of momentum already, you know, uh, uh, going. So that's, you know, really where, where, where our focus was. But there is no, like, you know, you need to sign by this, by this date. The board was very clear. That it was a conditional approval, conditional on us going through all the consultative processes with the ministry, with the department, with um, National Treasury, with, uh, you know, the, the private sector, with uh, provinces. And we were, so the, the, the board made that decision 10 p.m. on Tuesday. And the Daily Maverick had already broken the story. So, you know, it, it kind of didn't give us enough time to be able to engage with our stakeholders. So now that we've clarified issues, we're getting back into, you know, the, the business of consulting our stakeholders and making sure that we are able to read them in on the detail of what we're trying to accomplish. And hopefully once we've been through that cycle, we'll be able to get this thing back on track and um, bring equal, economic relief to the people of South Africa. And you didn't meet the minister before that meeting, as per Daily Maverick's report? No. So when we were waiting for the uh, uh, board meeting on um, Tuesday evening, I did receive a call from the minister, but it was not pertaining to this particular topic. It was something else that we were discussing. So whoever it is that mentioned that I spoke to the, to, you know, to the minister before the board meeting, yes, I did. But they are intimating that the discussion was germane to the content of this meeting, and it was not. It was something completely different that has nothing to do with the content of the board meeting. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Temba Kumalo is the acting CEO of South African Tourism.